0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. The gods of humanity are very needy as they have been devised by humanity. They demand blood sacrifice. Payment of bribes and rewards for showing favor. It is through this religious system that humanity would try to manipulate and control the deities or spirits to get what they want. The desires could be necessities of life, such as peace in relationships, successful in harvest of crops, good health physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, long life, clean water a safe environment to live, there are so many needs, and the list goes on. It is into this culture and belief system that the creator of heaven and earth and all things good reaches down into humanity's darkness, to reveal the truth and set humanity free. Free from religious striving. So today we will journey with Abraham and see how the Creator of the universe gave Abraham a greater revelation of the truth through the culture and belief system of sacrifice and offerings. Let us surrender what we think the text is saying, and our preconceived ideas about God, and let us hear what his Spirit is saying to us today. Genesis Chapter 22, and verses 1 to 2. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Abraham's first encounter with God, the eternal self-existing one, is recorded in Genesis 12. At that time, Abraham was called Abram. It was then that Abraham received an amazing promise. God said to Abraham that he will give Abraham's descendants the land in which he was to travel to and make Abraham into the father of a great nation. In honour and worship of the one true God, Abraham built an altar to the Eternal One who had appeared to him. It was at that very spot where Abraham encountered God that he built the altar. Abraham continued on his journey, and in every step he was being led by God. Then Abraham pitched his tent near a mountain, and again built an altar to God, and called on his name. Calling on God's name and building an altar means that in amongst all the gods and the surrounding nations, Abraham made a public declaration of who was the one true God. Abraham had given his allegiance to the eternal self-existing one and testified of him for all to see. As God journeyed with Abraham, he revealed more of his character to him. In Genesis 18, it is recorded that both Abraham and Sarah were past childbearing years. God shared with Abraham that they would have a son a child through which God would fulfil his promise to Abraham. It was at that moment that God changed Abram's name to Abraham, which means father of a multitude. As time passed, Sarah and Abraham had the child of the promise. His name was Isaac. Now in today's text we read that God tested Abraham and said to him, Offer the child of the promise as a burnt offering. We need to pause for a moment and remember that blood sacrifice and even child sacrifice was the belief and culture of the time of the surrounding nations. Sadly, child sacrifice in some tribal communities is still practiced today. As God is the self-existing, eternal one, unlike the gods devised by humanity, he has no need for anything and he knows all things. He knows the heart of people and every occurrence throughout eternity, for he is the eternal, self-existing one. So here we have this extraordinary situation where God had promised so much through the child of the promise and is now asking Abraham to give him the child as a sacrifice. In doing so, God is about to reveal himself in a deeper way to both Abraham and Isaac, in a way that they will understand. In this instance, test means to prove correct. God was about to prove to both Abraham and Isaac and the whole world that he is very different to the gods of the surrounding nations. For he is the one true God. So let us continue on with this real-life drama all those centuries ago. Genesis chapter 22, verses 3 to 18. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing I will bless you, and multiply I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Abraham surrendered back to God his child of the promise, the child that he loved so much. In the book of Hebrews, the writer states that Abraham reasoned somehow that God would bring Isaac back, which of course he could. So Abraham, not knowing how God would fulfill his promise, trusted God that he would fulfill his promise. And place the child of the promise onto the altar. God revealed to Abraham that he is not like the gods devised by humanity, who need to be bribed or have blood poured out to pay the cost for some wrongdoing. As the one true God is the giver of life, God revealed that he wants children to live. He does not need or desire the shedding of blood. He is the self-sustaining and existing one. He has no need of anything. But God, in his amazing grace and unconditional love, works right where we are at, right where each individual is at. And this is incredible. To think that the creator of heaven and earth and all things good meets us right where we're at. And his one desire is for all of us to be set free with his truth. This is truly amazing. So God works in amongst the different cultures, both the good and the bad, the right and the false beliefs, our failures and successes, our weaknesses and strengths. God is always working. We simply give it all to him, surrender it all to him, or in the words of today's text, lay it all down on the altar. I am reminded of a revelation my ministry partner received about surrender. She said she used to think surrender was God taking everything she loved away from her. But when she received the truth about God, and knew personally and experienced personally his love for her. She learned that when we surrender to God everything, he grows the good and takes away the bad. Abraham too had a revelation of God, and in total trust he placed on the altar the son that he loved, the child of the promise. God revealed the truth of who he is, and grew the good in the relationship between Abraham and his son Isaac. God also knows that we need to know what he thinks about us. Abraham needed to know how much God loves him and shares everything with him. Abraham needed to know that he did actually trust God. So when the angel of the Lord says, For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. God is revealing to Abraham that God knows how much Abraham trusts him. This brings a greater level of intimacy, where God raises Abraham up to see himself as God sees him. God calls Abraham his friend, and from generation to generation, It is known that God calls Abraham his friend. This is such a beautiful picture of intimacy and relationship between Abraham and God. And through the Bible, God's love story to us, we receive a greater revelation of him through his relationships with individuals and people groups. In Abraham and Isaac's moment of surrender... God proves to the whole world that he is the God who wants children to live. And further on in history, God makes it very clear to the ancient Israelites in the book of Deuteronomy, with the law given to Moses, that God does not want child sacrifice. In fact, God outlaws the practice of it and declares it evil. God is not a blood-seeking God and does not need blood sacrifice. He does not need any sacrifice. Yet he knows and understands what we need. What we need to be able to believe and receive deliverance from evil, our selfish desires and ultimately death. God knows that we need the sacrifice to be able to believe and receive remembering that it was the gods devised by humanity that required blood sacrifice. But God himself provides the sacrifice for us. Knowing that we need the sacrifice, God chose to be the sacrifice for us. God asks for complete surrender, including the very gifts that he gives us. Because he knows that through surrender we can live in his victory. As Abraham was willing to give everything to God, he was willing to even give the Son of the promise. Abraham was empowered to receive the fullness of God's promise and entered into a life of victory in surrender. God honoured Abraham and called him his friend. Abraham had an amazing story to tell about God and his own walk with him. So too did Isaac. God fulfilled his promise to both Abraham and Isaac. At a very early age, Isaac learns to trust God, just as his father Abraham had done. Isaac experienced and saw God's miraculous provision and became part of God's rescue plan. Abraham continued on his journey with God, being led by him and trusting in him, regardless of the circumstances. Not always knowing how or why or where or when, but from that moment of surrender, Abraham always knew the self-existing Eternal One. The Creator of heaven and earth and all things good proved to both Abraham and Isaac that he is the God of the living, faithful and true. So let us take a moment to place on the altar and to give to God whatever it is that's in our thoughts or our heart at this very moment. Remembering we can entrust God with everything and it is a daily journey of surrender and receiving more of him to be transformed by him. Each day is a new day to know him more and more seeing him grow the good and burn up the bad, living in the fullness of the revelation of how much he loves and honours each individual equally and collectively. Even the promises that God has given, surrender them back to him, place them on the altar and let him work And let him reveal more and more of who he is, what he has done, and what he will do. We thank you, Father. May we each day place on the altar the highs and the lows, the good and the bad. You grow the good and take away the bad. amazing and astound us. Thank you, Father, that you call us friend too, forever, together with you. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.